Lumen Vaseline, June 19, 1831, Ballet Upper City, Eve of Disembarkment. Dearest and most esteemed confidant, it is with great joy that I can finally, with utmost confidence, say that tomorrow morning, as the sun lifts himself high into the sky, I'll be taming the unforgiving expanse of the outlands. I'm sure you've heard the tales, airships and foolhardy idiots on foot that step into the beyond and fail to return. It is a peculiar thing, not coming back. No one knows why the magic out there swallows travelers whole. If the villa falls to the same fate, at least I will not be alive to shoulder that shame for centuries. Lumen Vasil, a damned noble idiot, he'll say. I heard he ate the crew before the end. No. I heard their charmed steel balloon burst just after rounding the first peak of the jackknives. Ah, it is better to be dead than fail to earn my father's favor. I shouldn't dwell on the failures of the past. This time will be different. The anticipation is tearing at me. I must admit, I wasn't sure this day would ever come. The villa is gorgeous. Never has a finer airship graced the skies. Her final tune-ups are being conducted while I write. Walter may be an unfortunate mistake of a human, but no one else has a mind twisted enough to shape iron, wood, steel, and glass into something that can fly. Her crew of both high and low caste are celebrating. I wasn't able to hire many local Austians. Too superstitious. I did, however, find skilled airmen and scientists from all of Fenar. As much as it pains me to admit it, I am optimistic that their skills will be sufficient, despite their obvious mortal shortcomings. I plan on documenting this expedition. Should the beacons not transmit my tele-letters, I will keep a recording tucked in my office safe. The beacons are another one of Walter's inventions. They harness runic energies and technology to transmit a code to the Austinians station. It is fitting that the eve of the villa's debut mirrors the unrelenting glint of the summer sun. It reminds me of my youthful years, when I first discovered my own peculiar ability. Perhaps one day I'll tell you the day of the Rosalias burned alive, but tonight should be a happy one. Even now, at midnight, the sun is glinting at the horizon, refusing to set. Usually this day is beloved by the rabble who scurry about, the squash below like rats. But even my lodging house, at the pinnacle of Ostas Towers, is bustling with life. Many are making bets for when our transmissions might stop. My current toy claimed we sh wouldn't make it a day. Just thinking about what he said gives me chills. You're all fools. That gilded art piece would serve better as a circus airship. Fifteen silver suns that they crashed before reaching the mountains. Perhaps it was bad luck. He said this within my earshot. Not only are suns illegal outside of arson, 
but I will not allow for such an insult. My lips curled at the recollection. Darling, I'll take that bet and raise you by twelve gold knocked. The cheap fool refused. I'm infamous in Asta these days. The sharp recoil was enough to know he recognized me. It was too late for him. He had met my entrancing gaze, weak to my influence. You should join me in my room, my dear, so we can discuss the method of payment for my estate should you win, or yours if you should lose. I was unable to stop myself, pulling the door shut. I wrenched his head backwards and pinned him to the wall. When I broke his skin, the world began to dance. All the lamps in the room burst to life flickering, trying to escape the confines of their glass cages. They licked the warming glass as my tongue pressed against the messy wound I had opened on the merchant's neck. Even if his lowly human blood curdles in my stomach, it will be worth it to taste his fear again. Thinking about it makes my heart flutter. His pretty gray eyes have seen their last sunrise. He won't meet the day, foul creature. Father always says I shouldn't play with my food, and you might not approve. Nonetheless, I fully intend to peel off his sweat-slicked mercantile garb and climb astride him. Hopefully there's enough blood left for my plans. He must work with paper, because I could smell the chemicals wafting from his skin and mix with the lantern oil and alcohol that overwhelms my senses. By all the shades, I am thirsty. Curse this inexorable fact of my existence. Why must I drink if it makes me miserable? Oh, he is stirring again. I can't leave my toy waiting. Good. I will update you once the villa has left the dockyard. All the best, LV. Thank you.